Pints and Pies podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Tights and Pies podcast. Tights and Pies. We want to thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show yeah. that discusses wrestling Damn. with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm loving guts, Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by my fellow member of the Nation of Conversation, Hugs and Butts, Danielle Radford. Okay, first of all, I love that. Let's go ahead and just say hugs and butts are like the two best things in the whole world. Sure. Secondly... How lublin those pipes at the end. <laughs> sir. Sir, where you been hiding where you been hiding the pipes? Look, I've been saving it for American Idol, but it turns out that I'm not a child anymore. So I'm not gonna go on there. And I now it's yours. It's all yours, Nation of Conversation. You get the pipes. You get them. Happy Max Fun Drive. That's why I sang thank you to everybody. This is the time where we not only ask for your continued and increasing or maybe brand new generous support of our show, but also a time where we thank you for all the support that you've given us over the several years that we've been around. Here's what you do. I'm going to I'm gonna walk you through it. You go to MaximumFun.org forward slash join. That's where you become a member. You set up a recurring monthly contribution. We have all sorts of fun gifts for you that we're going to get into later on in the show, like at the $5 per month level. If you have the budget for things, if you have the budget for Starbucks, probably the budget for this, you get bonus content. Over 200 hours of it from all the shows, including all of our bonus content. And this year, we have recasted the musical Hamilton with wrestlers. Danielle, you want to talk a little bit about that? Just give them a little taste? Yeah, it was really fun. We even did uh, a little bit of, oh gosh, there's a name for it that they call it in the anime community. But uh, basically, we did a little uh, 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 cross-casting where uh, we even uh, posited, hey, what if uh, some people who normally wouldn't play these roles get to play these roles? And that was super, super fun. I had a really great time. We're all theater nerds here. We're all uh, wrestling nerds here. And I love that we get to share that with y'all during uh, Max Fun Drive. That's one of the bonus things that I love about this is that we get to do really fun things like share our love of Hamilton because normally I guess we have to talk about wrestling and we can't just do a Hamilton (laughs) getting recast episode, but we can do that during the Max Fun Drive. It's one of the fun things about what we get to do here, you know? Yeah. Much like Outback, there are no rules just right when it comes to Max Fun Drive. <laughs> and of course, that's not all, babies. That is not all that you get at the $5 level. If you let us know that you have become a Max Fun member on social media, we will send you a picture of one of our pets lounging in wrestling gear. They might be lounging. They might be posing. We don't know what they're going to do because we're going to make it custom for you. So let us know on social media if you become a Max Fun member and we will send you that picture of one of our pets in wrestling gear. We're going to talk to you later on about how you can become a new member or if you're an existing member, how you can upgrade and what you'll get for that. Or if you're not able to make the leap and upgrade, you can boost. We're going to talk to you about that too. But if you want to pause right now, you're so excited, you can't wait. But to get started, go to MaximumFun.org forward slash join. All right now, Danielle, we're going to talk about some wrestling and the show that brought us so much joy this week, NXT. I think NXT and AEW, I know they they were trying to set up this narrative that they're competing over one another for ratings, which everybody will admit is not really true at right. all. But I think one, one area where they are similar is it feels like each show is trying to put out a pay-per-view every other week. So their national program is a pay-per-view. I think NXT's pay-per-views are way better than AEW's, and we'll we'll compare and contrast throughout this episode. 
What do you think? Well, I think uh, NXT, because it obviously it is a third brand now, it is no longer just like, oh, well, this is where uh, it's just for training and, and all that other stuff. Yeah. NXT has always felt like we're going to show you that we are here and we belong here. And that is ingrained into the DNA of NXT. And so it never feels weird that they're having these five star, six star matches in the you know on a tuesday now in the middle of the week it never feels awkward or weird or like they're trying to prove something they've been trying to prove something every week for as long as nxt has been its own thing and even before that when they were trying to show like hey you know these people might still be in the training center but don't get it twisted they're going to entertain the crap out of you and we can't wait for you to meet them that's like always been the thing do you think that's the big difference between aew and nxt hearing you say it it's sort of that turned on a light bulb for me which is nxt is feels like a group of people working to prove themselves every single week we're going to win you over we're going to prove how good we are where with AEW is there an air of have you not seen everything that we did in Japan have you not seen everything we did on the indies we assume that you have and that's not it's not even arrogance it's just sort of an assumption I think there's definitely an assumption that you've seen all the being the elites that you that you've that you know these people from the indies that you know them coming off mm-hmm. there isn't as much of a uh I'm not saying like it's it's not like you get like a welcome basket with everyone that comes in they're not sending us mars bars and you know chocolate covered strawberries mother's day is coming up so that's why I've got all of these things that you <laughs> that, that 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 happen there so it's not like you're you're getting like this this gift basket with all of this information. It very much expects that you know who everyone is and you know why you should love them. And in, in, in a huge case, their audience does like their audience knows who everyone is yes. and they already come in loving them. Um, I do think it makes it a little bit harder. And for me, I my indie's knowledge has been dropping off exponentially. I have just been a busy, busy gal. It's been harder for me to watch as much wrestling as I would like to. Um, so my indies and my, uh, and my, uh, new Japan knowledge is starting to fall off. So it's getting harder for me to kind of follow along with some of like the newer folks, but that's, I mean, that I know that that's, again, that's also kind of built into the brand. And so I know that that requires that I do some kind of homework, or at least it feels like it, maybe it doesn't require it. Maybe for other people who are joining in, they feel like it's just fine. But for me, it's always felt like there's that level of that. Yeah, I know. I'm famously obstinate about it of like, I'm not going to go do homework. If you're going to assume I've done the assignment, you are sorely mistaken. I need learning aids from you in the form (laughs) of promos, in the form of like, and that may be also flashcards. Well, yes, it's very much on me having grown up a fan of WWE and they have a way of of everybody has to be packaged and shown in a specific way. And the, the downside of that can be hey, you had a great indie career or you were really great at this other promotion. We're going to ignore that completely to make you uh, whatever we think is palatable to our audience. So, that, so that's the downside of that. But but NXT feels like a mini ice cream Christmas every week. And I want to build up to the cherry on top of the Sunday. So let's do that. Isaiah Swerve Scott beat Leon Ruff with the help of his new entourage, which is Francis, Brianna Brandy, and Ashante the Adonis. What a great match. 
Uh, great match, Tacoma. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Got, you, you knew I had to put it down from my hometown. Uh, Tacoma coming in, kicking it. That uh, so uh, as everyone here who knows uh, who knows this podcast knows, I don't necessarily know all wrestling names, so I'm just gonna call it the thing that almost freaked me the hell out, which was when they did that flippy thing off of the uh, the. Yeah thing the, the hardest part of the ring the apron it's the hardest part of the ring i've heard <laughs> so when they did that what was it, like a springboard i don't know what mm. you'd call it i just know that it scared the big crap out of me but i knew that they were safe because they're safe workers that was a great fantastic match and everyone in that looked really really good yeah there really weren't any bad matches on the show yeah, i feel like we we're can. talking about it like a pay-per-view but like we just said they, they both shows are bringing this pay-per-view energy. We had Champa and Thatcher picking up the win mm-hmm. over uh, grizzled young veterans. Just another great so win. Um, I really like them team. as a team together. I like yes. the, 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 the Thatcher smile. Like, ah, yeah, this is working so much for me, especially like I, I really like them teamed up together because Thatcher was one. Um, I don't think I was super pumped at first when Thatcher started doing some stuff. Uh, but him and Champa together, mwah. but you can put Champa together with anyone and they're immediately going to be one of my favorite people. That's just the Champa effect is yeah. real. However, Thatcher was such a great opponent for him. And then them yes. two, that, that story of how they, uh, of how they became a team was interesting. I like it. I like where they're going. Like, it just feels like a lot of long-term storytelling. We're going to get to the best long-term story of all. It's, which is still in its nascent phases, but we saw Cameron Grimes have his run-in with the Million Dollar Man. Oh, one more thing. Always remember this. Everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. <laughs> that wasn't even funny! That damn He's like so obnoxious. It's great. Well, and he's great on the mic, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's really good. Like uh, I, I want to see. I can't wait to see more and to see where it happens. I love going into the VIP and trying to get in and like know it's Ted DiBiase because I just like the idea that Ted DiBiase is hanging out at a VIP lounge that's NXT accessible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes me happy. Yeah, that's a. It's just uh, so. Good. And then we had Saray and L.A. Knight both winning their matches. L.A. Knight, the guy is, he's such a good promo. Like, I don't, I he's good. He's very good in the ring. Yes. Also very good in the ring. But he's so amazing. Like, I've compared him to The Rock already. I and love they're it. different promo styles. The, the Rock was such a good promo. That's really what you remember him for more than that. You remember him for that and taking away at least 10% of Mick Foley's memories with a steel chair. But The Rock's promos are so good that it's easy to overlook. Yeah, the guy didn't have the biggest moveset, but he was he was a decent wrestler in the ring. He was a good storyteller in the ring. Right. His promos just make him a cut above and you're always invested in the character no matter which side of the coin they're on. And I think LA Knight is going to be the same guy for for the for WWE people like me who weren't familiar with his work outside of uh, outside of NXT. I love watching you pop for promo guys. You love a promo guy. I do. I think it's a really important part. There's nothing that's more of a letdown than either someone is a great promo that's not good in the ring or someone that's great in the ring. Then they get on the mic and you cease to believe what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And I think you see a lot more of, of the latter than you do of the former. 
So it's such an important part of of character development and and us buying into the character that when somebody is just naturally I mean the guy's already doing commercials for them. And why not? He's built to sell things. Yep. So he sold I, me I, on him easily. Yeah. There was a good promo between Raquel Gonzalez and Mercedes Martinez. Mm. Also great. We saw Karrion Cross come out and as in what can only be a preview of the outfit he will wear when he was doing magic shows at the Sands <laughs> in two years. Uh, I just did a hand move that none of you can see, but if you could, you would recognize that it was Naomi, uh, Nomi Malone from Showgirls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Lord, that movie. That's I getting don't... clipped. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Several different superstars made their way to the ring to stake a claim. The number one contendership, including Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, and Pete Dunne. I always love the circle of dudes that come out and patiently wait for the other dude to start talking before <laughs> they get in the ring and be like, oh, but I also have something to say. Because in my experience, when dudes have something to say, they're not going to wait for you to finish your sentence. Um, especially nope. dudes that are flippy and fighty. But go on ahead, tropes. That's why we love you. <laughs> you know, with all the contract signings they have, the known contract we never talk about is the social contract. <laughs> and that supersedes everything. You do not cut off another muscle dude who's standing next to you. That's just not what they do. No, muscle dudes. In that world only. Now, the main event, the greatest moment in NXT in 2021, maybe a top five all time, Ooh. would be Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Oh. <sighs> Winning the women's tag championship from Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, who couldn't come out in the tank. Because I know. The puppy made a stinky. Puppy made a stinky stink, and so no tank. Yeah, the, the the no tank. It bummed me out a little bit. I wish that they had at least one last moment with the tank. Mm-hmm. I love this so much. I sent a meme that I made, which is not good because it made no sense to the group chat. And I was like, none of them get it, but it makes me laugh. Um, it's just a, a a picture of of uh, Willow Smith doing a cover of her mom's song. Um, because her mom used to be in a metal band. And I just sent a picture where it just, it's the part where she goes, I love the way. Uh, and so that was why I said that to y'all. Um, it was, gosh, it was such a good match. It reminded me that I didn't have a shirt and it made me engage in commerce. Yes, it was a street fight and it was brutal. You got the sense that every competitor left everything out there. Mm. And do you know what they didn't have in that match? Oh no, give it to me. A single drop of blood. Yeah, we'll talk about it. They did not have they did not have blood. It was a lot of like Candace doing what Candace does. Candace is the best at getting knocked down and then getting up again. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. But that is what to me, Candace is like her number one trait and the reason I fell in love with her is because she can take anything and she is going to keep getting back up and she is not going to stop until you put her down or until she wins and this was another great example of her doing that mugs got broken stairs were brought out it was the kind of brutal that i still at my old ass age enjoy yes likewise and i hope this is the beginning it felt like shotzi and ember moon were transitional champions from the moment that they won the title and it doesn't hurt them it doesn't it doesn't they're They're very talented this is not a knock on them at all but it but it felt 
at least to me as a fan, it felt like this isn't right. I don't like the feeling of the two of them with the championships for whatever reason. It just doesn't fit. These two with the belts fit, and we don't know how long it'll last because Dexter Loomis is in the background. Obviously, Candace uh, shutting the shades to keep him out and hiding the gift that he left. <laughs> so that that story will continue to develop. And I don't. I honestly don't know. I we can reasonably predict based on every other wrestling angle in history that we're aware of where this will go. But also because it's NXT, don't you have that feeling? That maybe they're going to do something completely different with it? Something cool that I don't expect? Yeah, kind of do. Kind of yeah. ready for it. Yeah. And that is exciting. Also, I'm excited for uh, Santos uh, Santos Escobar and Kushida having a best two out of three falls match. That is this coming Tuesday. That is going to be a match and a half. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, this Tuesday is going to be a great, great episode for sure. Yeah. We also, uh, on SmackDown, Roman Reigns beat Daniel Bryan in an outstanding main event in a title versus career match. Now the reports have come out that Daniel Bryan is no longer under contract with WWE. So it's possible we've seen his last match for a while. It's also possible that he is going to resign or is in the process of contract negotiation. It is possible he completely retires. It's possible he goes to AEW or Japan. What would you like to see? For Daniel Bryan and for yourself as a fan of Daniel Bryan. Oh, I love Daniel Bryan. I love him so much. I trust in doctors and I trust that he knows his body better than I do. I don't mind if he takes a break. And then honestly for him, I don't know because it's I would love 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 to see him go to new japan i would like mm. the, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to happen but don't you right. want to see a daniel bryan main eventing wrestle kingdom at least once don't you want to see it i do uh, he'd be fantastic mm-hmm. let's talk about one more thing the most unexpected news in the wrestling world happened on raw <laughs> eva marie is back and i said it on twitter i'm going to say it here too so it's entered into the record Yes. If she wrestles a single match to completion, I swear I will riot. <laughs> I will upend this closet that I use as a recording booth and go insane because that was such a good gimmick for her is never finishing a match, always having it called off. We never got to see where it went. It's possible to continue it. This was the perfect version of that. She just disappeared and couldn't wrestle any matches. Now what? <laughs> They've continue to try to do that character that influencer i'm better than you because i'm on instagram character and it just never hit the way it hit with eva marie because eva marie always had go home heat she really did start trying and eva marie is i i get why people have a problem with it but you have to remember that eva marie is truly one of those people who came during a time when they thought that we still wanted the divas and then all of the sudden we showed that we didn't it's not her fault and then she did try and so if she's been trying and we're gonna get to see her wrestle because her wrestling was fun i liked her program against bailey i don't know i'm excited to see where this goes i'm not ready to crap on it yet much the way like a dog does that makes a tank not happen i'm not ready (laughs) to shize all over this this uh this development yeah, truthfully, I'm excited. When, when she when they split the brand several years ago and she was put on SmackDown, we never got to see where things were going, but it was developing well. 
for all we knew she was working on she was working on things and i don't think from the seasons of of total divas that i watched she never came across as cameron to me and mm. cameron was the person on tough enough who whose favorite match was like a 30 second like she famously didn't know anything about the business and even maria and also she learned didn't know she, did. she I, did i will say that yeah she learned it it seemed like she did love it but it does seem like Eva Marie was given more of a chance to develop and that she took that chance. Yeah. The WWE made her a star before she was a star. Does yeah. that make sense? Yes. Now let's see what happens. It's been a while since she's been back. This is a good time for a character like that, especially because she's living. She lives that gimmick. That's who she is. She's selling sunglasses and stuff on Instagram. Right. So let's see how it happens. But certainly like, you would not expect that signing at all. Oh, definitely did not see a return of Eva Marie. That's ex- like, if nothing else, it's exciting because it's so weird. It's yes. weird. If you have anything to say about what we've discussed so far, the conversation continues on all of our social media channels. You know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. We've got lots of other wrestling to discuss. But first, let's talk more about Max Fun Drive. Now, as you guys know, the the third leg of our tripod is not here. Lindsay Kelk. But she wanted to make sure to leave you this note before she's back next week to let you know how much you Max Fun members mean to us. Pals, it's Max Fun Drive time. Can you even believe it? Can you even believe it? It is officially the most wonderful time of the year. And yet that is official now. It's it's edged out Christmas. I checked all the polls. I looked at the stats. It is official. But no, really, I am so excited that it's Max Fun Drive time because this is the time of year when we can all show our love and appreciation for all the Max Fun shows, and we can show our love back to you for being a member of the Nation of Conversation and a Max Fun supporter. We love you so much. Without you, there is no show. Without your support, we don't exist. So thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my ring-worn boots. Couldn't appreciate you more. First of all, I just want to start this by saying thank you. That is what Max Fun Drive is about to its core. This show in particular would not happen without the support that we've had from our listeners over the past six years. And this is the two-week span in which we ask you to either become a member if you've never done it before or to upgrade your membership if you can. And if you can't afford an upgrade, to boost it. You can pick a level in between where you are and the next level up that's comfortable for you. And we have all sorts of cool gifts If you do it at the $5 level, you get access to not only our great bonus content, which is us recasting Hamilton with wrestlers, but all of our past years of content, all the past years of content for all of the other shows active on Max Fun. That's over 200 hours of content. And and everything that we tell you, when you go a level up and upgrade, you get that content as well. So no matter where you are, $5 or above, you get all that amazing bonus content. Do you remember... Danielle, any of our other bonus content? Uh, didn't we? We watched WrestleMania one, I believe it was. Wasn't that one of? Wasn't that one of ours? Yes, it floats ethereally from our mind because we're on to making more great content for you, including the pilot of Tapping Titles. We did that one year. Yeah, we did as well. If you know, you know. That's now, what they the, sound like when you tap them. That's right. <laughs> uh, by the ASMR. way, you can do all this. You can get involved at maximumfun.org forward slash join, and we want to highlight the ten dollar level. In particular, you get a really cool enamel pin, your choice from all 38 shows. But ours in particular, we have someone very special to tell you about it. Let's see if we can get him on here. It me, Shawn Michaels, remember? <laughs> remember how me do sweet chin music? Remember how me sound like Cookie Monster? 
we have special pin for you of cookie inside ring. And it's a sweet chip music. Get it? Because me finisher is sweet chip music, but me sound like cookie monster who always eat chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> that at $10 level at MaximumFun.org forward slash join. Me love your support. Me eat it. Thank you, Cookie Sean. And thank you to everybody that my in the Nation back. of Conversation. Yes. Thank you to all of you in the Nation of Conversation who help make our show what it is. Whether you're able to become a member, whether you're able to boost or upgrade, or even if it's not something you can swing right now, but you're able to share about the drive and maybe get other people involved, you can even get on a waiting list to have a membership gifted to you. And those of you out there who are able to swing a membership to be gifted to someone else, you can do that too. It's all available to you at Maximum Fun dot org forward slash join this year our goal is 350 newer upgrading members contributing to tights and fights if we read it i am so excited i am going to poop myself no that's not part of the offer but what is part of the offer is we're going to do a live movie rewatch along of the marine six close quarters babies i have been asking for this for years did you say rewatch have you seen marine six close quarters uh, you know that I've seen Marine Six Close Quarters. Uh, uh, of course, I've seen Marine Six Close Quarters. And we're all going to watch it together when we get 350 new and upgrading members, baby. Get excited. Hey. Uh, it is the outstanding. It is the cult classic film, the Danielle classic film. It stars The Miz. It stars the man, Becky Lynch. It stars a Shawn Michaels. Y'all Me and get Marine Six, it. remember? <laughs> um, nom, 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 nom. Eat up bad reviews. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, I don't know if Lindsay's seen it. I'm pretty sure she has. I think that Hal might be the only one that hasn't seen it, in which case I am doubly excited. Yeah. If you want to hear my real-time reactions to this movie, help us get to 350 new upgrading or boosting members. There's tons of other great gifts. So the website you need to go to uh, to become a member at any level is MaximumFun.org slash join. That is MaximumFun.org slash join. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. This week, we're going to give one corner of the wrestling world some extra attention. This is our main event. AEW had their latest high-profile Wednesday show this week, Blood and Guts. And in what's becoming something of a theme for AEW shows... There was blood all over the place. It was like somebody opened an elevator in The Shining. My lord, everybody bleeding everywhere all the time, Uh, especially blood and guts, lots of blood. Felt like very early in the match. Now, you have a lot of very talented people, much like a War Games match, which this was. Let's not pretend it's not a War Games match. There were a lot of great individual moments, but overall, it's always going to be too large. Like, what really is going on here? It's kind of tough to track it all. But the blood, just blood everywhere, all over the place. What what did you think about the match, first of all? What did you think about Blood and Guts, the match? I will say I'm a sucker for any time you get two teams of people together and then you just have them run to each other like the beginning of the X-Men animated series. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I will say that I am always a huge, huge fan of that. So I like that moment. And they were definitely like, I didn't 
I didn't hate it. For one thing, there are parts of it that are hard to see just because of the way that the the cage is kind of built. Um, so it was hard for me to see. Maybe I just need new glasses. It could be on me. Yeah. But it's also, I don't, the older I get and the more that I feel, and I think I've said this before, the more that I feel that I am not invincible and that death comes for us all, the less that I like a blood match. 100%. I agree. I, I don't know that I ever really enjoyed blood. It's always been, I, I'm not like squeamish about it in general, but just, I, I know the effect it's supposed to have. I know the phrase like red, get, red makes you green. That is something right. that is instilled within at least some corners of, of professional wrestling, but I've never really been into it. It was the one thing I didn't like. I think I tolerated it more in the attitude era, just mm-hmm. because that was generally an era of extreme wrestling. And ECW is like, that's a shade too far. And then CZW stuff where they're like, here's all the fluorescent bulbs in uh, Ohio. We're going to hit each other with it or Pennsylvania or wherever CZW is. That was all too, like the blood and gore was too much for me all the time. It felt like in WWE, I saw it rarely enough that it was, okay, it's fine. They're bleeding. I don't like it. I hate when it drips off their chin. I hate seeing the gash. It has never added anything for me, but I think we, I think, in general, fans were more desensitized to it when it was everywhere in that late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Can you think of the last time that blood really affected you in a positive way in a match? Because for me, I think it was Becky Balboa. I think it was Becky actually got hurt and broke her nose, Was the la- which sucks because like I never want to see someone get actually injured. Yeah. I think that that was the last time where the blood was like, holy crap, you know? Yeah, we was streaming out of her nose. Becky's proud of herself. She delivered. There's no doubt about that. If the man wanted to send a message to Ronda Rousey, she delivered loud and clear. It was a moment that made her, I should say. Like, it's not that I was psyched about the blood, but it was a moment that made her and the blood was a part of it. And it didn't. I wasn't so squeamish about it that it turned me off of what a great moment that was. There we go. That's more yeah. of what I mean by that. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with that. That's probably one. I was trying to think in general of any match that I felt like if if the blood were removed, that it wouldn't work. And the truth is a lot of McFoley stuff, when you break out barbed wire and when you mm-hmm. break out things like thumbtacks, the expectation is somebody's going to have to bleed, Right. Those things specifically make people bleed. Like the the 2000 Royal Rumble street fight between Triple H and Cactus Jack. That was super bloody. For some reason, I had a bigger problem with seeing like Cody Rhodes bleed every other match than I did in that match. Maybe because it was just loaded with weapons. Like the expectation of watching this, like somebody's going to bleed. Yeah, you're just waiting for it. It's 2000 and it's a street fight. Somebody's going to gonna lose like a pint of blood during this match right whether i like it or not aew and we've gotten to a point now where there's much less blood obviously wwe has said don't blade randy Mm. orton ignores that he'll still he's maybe the only person who is allowed to bleed and sometimes his head just opens up sometimes he just takes a shot and he's got a big hole in his head Heads, that, heads that open up too. very easily like it doesn't take a whole lot for a head to open up and for you to bleed a whole lot yeah but we've moved away from now blood is is essentially banned in WWE. Now along comes AEW. I don't think Impact has a, a ton of blood. Maybe I'm wrong. It's my impression of it. It's not a super bloody promotion. But then you have AEW, which really is like so many aspects of it are a throwback 
And part of that is bringing back blood. And I think for them, it is a differentiator because there's that, you know, we're extreme. Right. Because it's a choice instead of this is what's in the landscape and we're going to do it more than anybody else. You run the risk at that point of turning off people who just don't like blood at all. But that's but that's everybody, I guess, of all time. I mean, is that even a fair criticism? I mean, yeah, there were always people who didn't because I'm the same as you, where even during the Attitude Era, there was some of it that I liked because I was, I think, you know, for whatever reason, maybe it's because I was younger, maybe it was because of the way that it was deployed, but I I liked it more way back when. But I've never been into the thumbtacks. I've never been into the barbed wire. I've never been into people eating light bulbs and all that stuff. That stuff is always going to squick me out either way. It's just not for me. So, yeah, I I think that that there's it's always been that way. And I do think that AEW, you know, there are times when they there are times when they deploy blood where it's like, okay, well, this obviously wasn't on purpose and it makes me nervous and I hope that you're safe. And then there are times when it just feels gratuitous and I I can't with the gratuity. What about Britt Baker? (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough call, right? Because you love the match. And it makes her look like a badass. So it does. You're it, right. It, it's I'm a hypocrite. I'll say it. Not to undercut. Oh, I, under, <laughs> me too. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. I get. I get what they're doing. Do I think they could have done it without the blood? I absolutely do. I think it's possible. It's like, uh, let's say you were a comedian who was popular in the '70s, '80s, and '90s, <laughs> and then you all of a sudden uh, you refer to comedy as a minefield because you can't dress up as Sammy Davis Jr. anymore, even though you did it nine years ago, and talk about all of the jazz musicians that would come over for Passover. And some of those routines maybe aren't okay, maybe weren't okay. And instead of going, you know what, that was a different time and we weren't as smart and as sensitive to things as we should have been. And that's what's happened. But now we can see you can still be real funny without using a certain collection of words or a certain collection of topics or punching down or cutting yourself open with a razor blade that you hide in your wrist tape. It's like on that note, uh, Edge and Undertaker were having their rivalry around the time that WWE wanted the blade, like called for blood to no longer be a part of their show in general. And they were going to blow off their feud in Hell in a Cell. And Edge was famously pissed backstage of saying, like, why are like you're just you're handcuffing us. You're making our match worse before it even begins. But I guess he said that one thing that made him kind of like kind of just feel like it's going to be fine was when Vince told him, I trust you guys to set the template for what hell in a cell can be going forward without. Yeah. You guys are talented enough to figure out how to make it work. And I'm trusting you guys to be the ones to set an example for the rest of everybody else who has to do hell in a cell going forward. And he said, like, that was like a big moment where I kind of realized, like, okay, the reasons not to do this are better than my petty reasons of like, oh, I want my blood. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think there's a point where the, that I old... want to buy a blood. Yeah. He did used to be a vampire. <laughs> he used to be a vampire. So I guess. <laughs> he may still be. We don't know. He looks very young. Yeah. Proof. Proof he's not a vampire. <laughs> everybody. Oh, that's to everybody. Not just Danielle. Everybody. Proof he's not a vampire. Can't do it? Thought so. Yeah, that's that's all I'm saying is there you have the ability to tell a great story without a drop of of blood. And there was a time where it was thought to be necessary and maybe was, uh, you know, uh, departing from 
comedians who have maybe an outdated worldview. In wrestling, in terms of cutting yourself open, there was a time where that meant something a lot different. But we have moved forward to the point where you don't really need that. There's a suspension of disbelief that we're aware of now. There's such a meta to it that the the bleeding doesn't, I, I think, carry the same weight. I agree. I think I think it does as well. I think for me, when I see it, it I, I don't know. This I, I, I always hate to be, I've never drawn money. I know that. But for me, it yeah. always seems like if you're going to bleed, I need to feel like it's earned. And if it's everywhere, then it's just everywhere. And I like my blood fake. If you're going to do it where it's everywhere and, and, and all over the place, like I, in movies, to me, that's silly and it works because I know that it's fake and you're doing a thing. But in wrestling, yeah, it's definitely if you're bleeding, it feels like it has to be earned and it can't just be, like you said, gratuitous. And uh, I feel like sometimes some of these wrestling matches, they don't necessarily feel earned. I feel like in Britt Baker's case, it maybe was. Yeah, I think that's I agree with you. That's the big differentiator. Even if it's something I don't like there, if I can point to a match just as a fan, as someone who's never drawn a paycheck either, if I watch it and I can see, if I can understand as a fan, like where this works as a plot device mm. and it makes sense rather than like, uh, and then I bleed and then, you know, it's, then, you know, uh, then, you know, how hard I worked and how good I am because I bled. That doesn't, just doesn't hold water with me as, yeah. as a fan. There are going to be a lot of things that we have to watch or, or choose not to watch because we just don't like them. And that's okay. I think blood is kind of a relic of another era whose time has, has come and gone and it's okay. The accidental stuff. Like uh, I was thinking about Becky Lynch. Yes. W- one bleeding moment that I can think of from my childhood that impacted me was in the lead up to WrestleMania three when Andre the Giant ripped the crucifix off of Hogan, when he ripped his shirt and crucifix off and he had blood on his mm. chest, which I, which was not, I think it was just the necklace sort of brushing, but that was an impactful moment. And it wasn't him getting punched in the head. And then he turns around and he's got the crimson mask on as J, as JR likes to say it, it was, this was something it was clearly an accident that it happened but at the at the in that moment it all it did was pump up all the emotions that you were feeling as a fan watching it and that is what the purpose of blood really is right right yeah absolutely let us know what you think about the use of blood in wrestling on all our social media channels that you can find in the show notes twitter instagram discord and facebook When we come back, we've got three things from the world of wrestling that you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. We interrupt the podcast you're listening to to tell you about another podcast. That's right. We got this with Mark and Hal. That's correct, Mark. This is Hal. We do the hard work for you, settling all of the meaningless arguments you have with your friends. So tune in every week on the Maximum Fun Network for We Got This with Mark and Hal. And all your questions will be asked and answered. You're welcome. All right. That's enough of that. We got this. Tyson 
Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford! This week, we want to end the show by sharing some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is The Three Count. Now, we have our usual things to put over this week, but first and foremost, we want to put you over and let you know how much we thank you for being a part of Max Fun Drive. Now, we, we talked to you a little bit earlier about what Max Fun Drive means. Now, we're going to talk more about the gifts. You heard about the pin. You heard about the bonus content. Well, here's something specific to our show to help us get to that 350 number of new upgrading and boosting members. Everyone who boosts their contribution above the $10 level or decides to join at at least the $20 level will get their very own Tights and Fights nickname. Yeah, that's right. Your very own Tights and Fights nickname. It'll be read right here live on the show starting next week. We're going to make sure we give you all some proper love as only Tights and Fights can. Julian works so hard on these names and you will get your own custom name but be sure to let us know when you have joined or when you have boosted slash upgraded to the appropriate level let us know about it and that you want this name so that we can add you to the roster to the match card of names that we read don't forget to let us know if you want one of those names um obviously they tickle me pink every time i hear a new name that julia has come up with me today's was particularly uh, possibly one of my favorites and also you still if you let us know that you became a, a member or a new and boosting member remember you also get that sweet sweet pet content so let us know that you've oh, yeah. done that so that we can both get ready to get your name. Julian will get that written down. Uh, he'll put his special Julian flavor all over it. It's going to be amazing and it's worth it. And you also get the sweet, sweet pets wearing the wrestling gear just for you, personalized. They're not for anyone else. They're not in our camera rolls. Trust me, I tried. Look, It'll be personal. <laughs> you can go to the go to our Facebook group right now and you can see... I don't have any living pets. I do have a stuffed gorilla that I will pose with the Intercontinental title, as has already happened. Are there other stuffed gorillas? Could there be a whole faction? D-Gorilla Nation X? We don't know. It's possible. <laughs> the only way to find out is to go to MaximumFun.org forward slash join. Now, at the $20 level, you get the Max Fun Tea Kit. Comes with a tea tin, interstellar orange tea, a rocket tape shaped a rocket-shaped tea infuser, and as we all know, there's nothing more pleasant than settling down. You're going to get so jacked up watching wrestling. Have some nice tea to calm yourself. Mm. you got to come down off of watching wrestling, and that is what Max Fun is here to help you do. And remember, at that level, not only are you getting the tea kit, but you also get the enamel pin, and you get the bonus content. So, folks, you know what to do. Go to MaximumFun.org forward slash join. Set up your new membership, boost your existing membership, upgrade your membership. You can gift someone a membership if you're able. Or if you're not able, but you'd still like to be a member, you can sign up to be on the waiting list to receive a gifted membership to you. And no matter what, we appreciate you being part of the community around this show. We would not be able to do it without your contributions. We also wouldn't be able to do it if you didn't listen and tell us that you love it and be an active conversationalist. That's what that's the new name that I've come up with for it. Uh, it's an active part of our community. We we love and thank you all for your participation. That's right. Go to maximumfun.org forward slash join. Danielle, what would you like to put over? So in the name of Max Fun Drive, 
Uh, as you know, if you are if you become one of the uh, new upgrading or boosting members and you let us know, then we will give you a personalized pet picture, which is like probably one of my favorite things that we've done here. So in the name of how dope wrestling pets are, wrestling pets in gear, wrestling pets hanging out in particular, even though this poor little baby definitely left their mark, I am putting over Frankie Monet's dog. Um, is amazing. That dog is adorable. Uh, I love pets in wrestling. I I, I don't like where uh, I don't like where and how Frankie Monet's dog pooped. But you know what? When you're that cute, you can poop where you want. And so that is what I am putting over in the name of Max Fun Drive and in the name of more wrestle pets always. Run along, little dog. Bye. Oh, you're so cute. Not what? cute. What? Not cute. Oh no. That's right. Hashtag WrestlePets. <laughs> I want to put over, noticeably absent from the main event of NXT at ringside, were Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory, who had since left. Because he was like, ladies have it. They're fine. They don't need us. But the banter walking out of, of William Regal's office is pure comedy. Just great, great improv. Great improvisation happens when two people are truly listening and responding to one another, whatever they throw out, however they build it, but two people actually listening and responding to one another makes great improvising. Take notes. Also, it makes great conversation in real life. So weird that those skills overlap. Anyway, <laughs> these improvised moments walking out of the office are a great example of that. It's such great comedy. Johnny Gargano, they both know their characters so well, but Johnny Gargano has to carry the the lion's share of the talking is so he's so in tune with his character that he's able to listen and respond in character brilliantly and here's a little clip of that those are huge are they real i mean yeah they gotta be real um those are the biggest nails I've ever seen. Can you, you, can I hey, touch don't, them? hey, dude, what? Don't touch her. What? Don't touch. You can't nails just touch are people. giant. Later, we're gonna talk business. Did you see those? Nails? I've seen the nails, man. Yeah, they're big. I get it. Big nails. Great. Yeah, I got eyes. I know, man. We don't have Lindsay here, but we do have Julian. Ooh. Wearing an old school Rams T-shirt. Uh, Chargers. Chargers T-shirt. Chargers. Chargers. <laughs> okay. Are you a Chargers fan? Yes. I mean, I wasn't. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Until I'll, I'll, we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it up to, okay, so how we've talked before about how one of the frustrating things, in fact, we talked about on this episode of sometimes AEW assumes that you know um, a lot about your show. And sometimes that's a little hard for those of us who don't have the time to go through everything. Uh, one thing I've really appreciated is New Japan uh, Global, the Twitter account, has done a really cool job of uh, showcasing Yuji Nagata because I don't know a ton about New Japan. I only know what I've gotten the chance to see in like the past few years, but they've been putting together like a bunch of like Yuji Nagata history tweets where they'll showcase a couple of his really good matches and they'll show, they'll link to them on New Japan World. And then it, like as a kind of a build of like, it's he's coming up on Dynamite, going to wrestle John Moxley, coming up on Dynamite. And you can see him here, you can see him here. And it's, even if you just look at the pictures, you get a sense of who Nagata is and you get a sense of like what he's all about. And I really appreciate that. It's not like, it's, it's so low effort, but it's so, so appreciated for people like me who want to be more excited about things, but 
don't necessarily have the full context and can't be excited for that. So thank you, New Japan. I really appreciate all of this stuff. And I actually really like Yuji Nagata now. So you see how that works? Really appreciate it, guys. That does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Danielle Radford along with me, Hal Loveland. If you enjoy the show, please support it over at MaximumFun.org forward slash join. Our producer, Julian Burrell, has a dog and cat who have loved posing for every Max Fun member. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. Links to all of those are in our show notes. If you love what we do, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends. Thank you extra special amounts to the Max Fun members who make this show possible. And if you want to join them, remember... The link is MaximumFun.org forward slash join. You can become a new member, you can boost, or you can upgrade all sorts of cool gifts. Rewind if you don't believe me. Support Tights and Fights and earn great gifts in the process. We'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and It's not going to be for the whole thing, Julie. You don't have to message me. I know. <laughs> People don't want to hear that the whole time. MaximumFun.org slash join. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.